Last you consider Donald Trump as a vice president? I would. I think he could be. A, I think he could be an excellent vice president. And I think that I think it's a pretty good role in this country. It's actually is. You know, I'd say I'd take him as, I, I'd say I would take him as a top advisor and mentor, certainly in that first year in office during the transition, I'd like that. And you know what? If I were in his shoes, I think that, that'd be a pretty good bet, too, that he doesn't have to go through that hell again. Pretty good gig. I mean, it, it could be a pretty good gig. Let me do the work, and then actually, you know, we'll take some, to use some of that experience. So I, I, think, I, I think that's not a crazy idea. What's your name? Gary. What's your last name? Fox. Gary Fox, a good name too. Well, you know what? If, that, if, that, if that's what ends up happening, we're going to give Gary Fox the credit for it. Because actually, you know, I, I, the true answer to that question is absolutely. And the titles don't matter. It's a question of who's going to play the role of what moves this country forward to the next level. I think I've got to be leading from the front to really reach that next generation. So I'm going to play my part, and I'm going to ask Trump to play his. And so if he's the nominee, he'll have my full support. I expect to be the nominee, and I expect his full support as well. Vivek Ramaswamy is warned by a former FBI agent that his life is in danger. Check this out. Just be careful. I will. We, we will. I mean, we're guided by our purpose. I know. I know that it can get ugly. You mean? You mean? Like, yes. be careful. Be careful. Very careful. Yeah. 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 What did you do in the bureau? Um, I worked. Uh, I was a SWAT guy, but I worked counterintelligence and uh, counterterrorism, and I was one of those guys that was convinced. No, they were never doing it. You, you, how many years were you? How many years were you in the FBI? Twenty-two. I was a cop before that. Okay, and you, you're worried. Yes. I'm worried. Okay. We just retired. Just what would you do in my shoes? I get some very, very competent help. Okay. And some very competent people do some intelligence work for you before you went places. Okay. Just walk around, talk to people, maybe get a feeling. Okay. Because you know, I played for a living. I had people to tell me what they didn't want to tell me. And the other thing is, I'm now an entrepreneur. I'm trying to follow in your footsteps, but I don't think my worm farm is going to catch up with okay. you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. We'll take that seriously, man. I, uh, I, I'm reading between the lines of what you're saying, and we got you. Okay. Thank you. We'll take care of ourselves. And You've seen how aggressive these alphabet organizations yes. have become. They're coming after you. Yeah, no doubt about it, but we're ready. If, okay. We'll be ready. If you think you're going back into private life, if this doesn't work out, they're coming. Okay. I that is actually insane. Think about what that guy just said to him. That his life is in danger because of what? Because this guy spoke out and said that we need to cut these agencies out of the government because they're so corrupt. I mean, this goes to prove that. Pretty wild. Well, fuck, that's some spicy news. Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. And at the time of recording, this is breaking news. Man arrested after threatening to kill Vivek Ramaswamy. At New Hampshire, New Hampshire of all places, like I was saying, New Hampshire is a bit of a schizophrenic state. It's like the libertarian mecca of America, which also means you get a bunch of like weird anarchist, weird socialist types. You get a weird of, you get a lot of very fringe pol politics in New Hampshire. New Hampshire is a very weird fucking state. Now let's get into it. Quote, great, another opportunity for me to blow his brains out, he replied, adding that he was, quote, going to kill everyone who attends and then fuck their corpses. Sounds like a completely rational, uh, you know, they sound vaccinated, quite frankly speaking. This person does sound vaccinated. And hey, FBI guy, hey, 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 this is just me reading quotes from some lunatic. 
These are not my opinions at all. I actually like Vivek Ramaswamy, and I am not one of those people who are like, he's just a Republican B Obama. I, I don't really buy that. I like Vivek. If you want to bring me some evidence that he's like, like, like some hardcore evidence, he's some plant, sure, I'll, 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 I'm open to see it. But let's get into it. By Jared Yeager. That's a big name. He's a real titan in the industry, if you know what I mean. A man from, Do from Dover. A man from Dover. New Hampshire has been a, a man from Dover, New Hampshire, has been arrested after sending texts threatening to kill Republican presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy. It's Ramaswamy. I just keep Trump's version of it in my head. At a Monday morning campaign event in nearby Portsmouth, Portsmouth. Sorry, Tyler Anderson, 30, was subsequently charged with transmitting in uh, transmitting in interstate commerce a threat to injure the person of another or taken into custody. According to the Department of Justice, Anderson received a text message from Ramaswamy's campaign on December 8th notifying him of the event in Portsmouth. Quote, and this is them saying it, Great, another opportunity for me to blow his brains out, he replied, adding that he, quote, was going to kill everyone who attends and then fuck their corpses. Sounds like uh, some of you hear like a Guar concert for their presidential for the electoral dysfunction uh, concerts they do occasionally every four years. Or at least they do it every four. Used to do it every four years. Anderson is scheduled to appear in federal court on Monday afternoon. If found guilty, he could face up to five years in prison, three years of supervised release, and a two hundred fifty thousand dollar fine. God. Damn, dog. All right. Quote right here. From from the vague, the underbite, Ramish Swammy. Let's get into it. Quote. Oh, there's a whole tweet here. So we're going to go right to the tweet itself. Pull it, pull it on up over here on X. Go follow me on X. I got a poll going on X, actually. I'll, I'll uh, pull it up here later on. This is my argument account. All right. I think it takes someone whose best days are still ahead in life. To see a nation whose best days are still yet ahead of itself. We don't have to be a nation in decline. We are really just a little young, going through our version of adolescence. Figure out who we're going to be when we grow up. Portsmouth, New Hampshire. He's absolutely right. I've said this before. America is an experiment. We are in our teenage rebellion years. You know, we're, we're going into our, we're, we're in our 300s. We're going into our 300s. We're rambunctious. We're in the terrible, we're, you know, we're in the heights of the terrible twos right now in our 200s. We're going to the now phase in our threes. You know, we're getting there. We're getting there. Let's watch this video. Day outside, and it looks like that in our country at times, but I think our best days can actually start. It's not going to happen automatically. Oh, no. Nothing happens automatically. Nope. We all do our part. And I'm biased, but I think it might take somebody with fresh legs. Next generation to do this. Enjoy breakfast and only thing I'll say is I know it's a rainy day outside and it looks like that in our country at times, but I think our best is. He's smooth. He's smooth right here. It's buttering him up. All right. Hop back over here. Continuing on. Despite the threat, Ramaswamy went ahead with his visit. To the roundabout diner during the event, he mingled with diners as they ate their breakfast, spreading the message that the nation's best days are yet to come. 
this is a breaking story and will be updated. Yeah, this is wild. But so far, that's all we have to the story so far. And we're going to hop over to his Twitter, see if there's something else there to check out. Yeah, he has not seemingly addressed it at all. Like, it's not even a topic of his conversation right now. So there you go. So over to his likes in real time, you can see what's going on here. Actually, for a second, because again, when it comes, I want to. I think I think it's good to get this. Check this out real quick. Yeah, I want. I would just respond to Ed actually for a second, because again, when it comes, I want to. I think I think it's good to get a good counter view here. I think that there's two different things going on, Ed. And I know what you're. I know what you're trying to say, but there's a separate point about your obligations, right? So you can, and I believe a lot. Everything has been said about the importance of expansionism. For humanity, for humanity being pro-civilization and expansion, pro-human race to win. That's like a separate axis, though, from saying where are your obligations where you are, right? So we talked about procreation and family. Then we talked about the nation. Well, look, I'm, I have two kids. As a father, my moral obligation, I believe, is first and foremost to my family. And then, let's say, as a president, my moral obligation is to the citizens of the nation that I lead. And then you can worry about hunger in the Congo or whatever else needs to happen in the Darfur or, or in other places. And so I don't think that you're saying necessarily that that life... Charity begins at home. Charity exactly. And that's home. not saying that that life abroad is any less valuable inherently. And so when you say like the globalist view is that all it's saying is that all life is equal wherever it is on Earth, it's not like I think the view, an alternative view is countering that. There's also just a separate place in terms of where you're situated, where's your obligation, right? Is as a, as a father, it's to your family. As a president, it's to your country. And just because you believe that's the hierarchy of your obligations means somebody else is the leader of one of those other countries. And that's an obligation that they have too, but that's like a different discussion. Well, the, neoliberals, yep. the neoliberals and their own PR, they're the ones doing the worst things on the earth. They just say, oh, we want global government because we want to give Africa's representation. Then they lock them down for three years and starve 30 million of them to death and then organize them to flood us as a, as a political underclass. This is cold-blooded Henry Kissinger, State Department Memorandum 200. I mean, it's not black and I white. I think it's two though, different right? conversations. But what yeah. is black and... Okay. What, what I do believe is black and white is... Simply, if you read a history book, you'll see the worst things that humanity have ever done have been do done with good intentions. That's what's so bad about evil acts, is that people Welcome think they're doing the right thing. Welcome to hell. And that's yeah. the most dangerous thing yeah, about it. No, for real. And this idea that they look at all human life as sacred and all the same, I actually disagree. I think the reason they will prioritize people in a third world country, for example, you'll say it's because they see us as equal. I think it's because they see us now as spoilt and annoying. They don't like that we need pensions and living space and health care. They simply want slaves in a robot class and they'll do anything it takes to get it. And they'll get it from anywhere they can. And when someone comes along and says, but my intentions are good, I'm not interested in that. Because you can name any Holocaust or any atrocity in, in history. The people didn't think they were the bad guys. They often thought they were the, the good guys. And I guess the easy way to look at life is you want, you want to be having as many children as possible. You want to pray other people do the same. And you want those people to enjoy freedom. And anyone who's coming along restricting speech, restricting access to certain things, restricting movement, restricting, all they're doing is trying to restrict so they can control and nobody in a history book ever who did that either was the good guy. I think it's very clear to see who's on the right side of history and who isn't. And I advocate freedom for everybody. If I had disagreed with absolutely everything Alex said, I'd still be glad he's back on 
on, on X, that these people can't even handle a different opinion. Do you think they're going to allow the people of a different opinion to them to share water or share food or share anything else once they and have And the reason they don't want another opinion is they want to misrepresent what Elon Musk or Andrew Tate or Vivek Ramaswamy or any of I'm telling you, they want us silenced so they can lie about what we said. I, I agree that with you there. I think that a lot of the media and a lot of these platforms do want to silence voices because they want their voice to be heard louder. So, yeah, I, I definitely hear you there. Visit Infowars.com forward slash show and share the link today. All right. And there's nothing else coming up or being mentioned about the attack on his Twitter. So that being said, this is where we're at with the news so far on the story. And I'll talk to you all later.